Someone asked me a question last week that has been staying with me. And the, and the question was, if we really believed in the gospel, how might our lives be different? If I, if I really believed in the gospel, how might my life be different? And I think that question as I've been sitting with it, kind of brings to the forefront, what does it mean to really believe? Like I, I'm going to pause and just let you kind of start to answer that for yourself. What do you think it means to believe in the gospel? Jesus says... Ask, and you shall receive. Knock, the door will be answered. If, if we come with great faith, the faith that Jesus calls us to, then in our daily life, we should come with great confidence, always praying, asking, seeking, and knocking, with confidence that the door is going to be open, the prayers are going to be answered. Do we pray that way? Or... Do we sometimes believe that the situations we find ourselves are so overwhelming, maybe even seeming impossible, that we don't believe that our humble little prayers have power to change anything? We pray in the Our Father, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. That's our faith. That's what we believe. That's what we say. Do we live that? Are we quick to forgive others? See, there we start to see the answer of what it means to believe. What we really believe, we live out in our daily lives. We heard in the gospel today, Jesus' first words, beginning his public ministry, the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. There's one word in Greek that brings together Jesus' command to repent and believe in the gospel. That Greek word is metanoia. Some people just translate metanoia just to mean conversion. Turning one's life maybe away from sin and towards God or back towards God. So we're all in a constant conversion metanoia experience when you think about the Christian life. But the word metanoia, meta means to, to change, to elevate, to transform. Noia means mind, what I think, what I believe. Metanoia is first a conversion, an internal conversion of, of what I believe, what I believe about myself, what I believe about others, what I believe about God, what I believe about the world I live in. And that internal metanoia, the 
transformation of my mind, what I believe, then empowers us to change how we live, to shape how I live, to empower how I live. Metanoia. But you know, we have, we have two places that I would say are two centers of where our belief lives. I think most of us would agree that, or point to, that our belief is something that's up here in our mind. That's where we do our, our processing of data. Maybe we just think that that's where we do our decision-making is up here. But we have another center of belief. It's right here. It's in our hearts. And the truth is, if you reflect on your own life, we make almost most of our decisions from our heart. What we believe here. There are those who, who have different fears that, that pressure them to make decisions, maybe to react to things. Claustrophobia. People who do not like and are not comfortable with being in small places. Maybe they get on a plane or they're in a small room with a bunch of other people. They can say in their mind, okay, I'm fine, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. But what is their heart saying? The heart is saying, I'm suffocating. I have to get out of here. I'm going to die if I don't. That's the belief in our hearts. And very often what we believe in our heart overrides, trumps what we believe in our mind. And this is true in, in our Christian faith. And I think there's always going to be tension between what we believe up here about God, about ourselves, and about the world and what we believe in our heart. Isn't it interesting that I find that it's, it's easier to believe that God loves other people. I can see His grace working in other people and how He delights in other people, but struggle to believe it for myself. This season of Lent is an invitation to change to transformation, to change what we believe in our heart, that what's been revealed to us, that we know to be true in our mind, may be changed, transformed, elevated in our heart. So what needs to be changed in your heart? I don't know, but God knows. So we're going to ask Him right now. So, if you're comfortable, close your eyes, or just put yourself in a posture of prayer. We're just going to ask God just to reveal something to you, that during this season of Lent, he, will, he wants to invite you to change. So, Lord, as you look into the hearts of your sons and your daughters right now, I just ask you just to reveal to them, maybe it's that one negative thing that they believe about themselves. What is that thing, Lord, that, that negative thing they believe about themselves? Maybe that they're not important. 
that they don't belong, that they're not loved, that they're not safe, that they can never get anything right, that they're ugly, that they're stupid. But what is that one thing that they believe about themselves? And Lord, we just, we just pause for a moment and just ask you, Lord, just to speak truth into that, into that darkness, into that lie, into that negativity. What is it, Lord, you want them to know? What thoughts come to you? If we can change what we believe inside about ourselves, and the truth to be told, we can't change it. Life has, has planted these lies, these negative thoughts that we have through experiences of life that only God can, can rewrite. And, and for you to see this season of Lent, it's a season of transformation, invitation of change. Change takes time. An aircraft carrier doesn't turn on a dime. You go on a diet, you know, one week into it, you're probably not seeing much of a difference. You start an exercise routine, we're looking for those immediate results. It takes time. And so it takes patience. It takes repetition. Some people say that it takes 21 days to, you know, create a, a good habit. And, and the research says it's actually, it's probably longer. Between 18 and I think 254, the average being 66 days to really kind of create a, a positive change, a positive habit in our life. We have more than 40 days of Lent. And what we have going for us is we have grace in this season to bring about a profound metanoia. Maybe one area God wants to work in your heart in this season of Lent, that there might be a, a, a profound resurrection come Easter. The, the you that Jesus wants to be rediscovered, to come alive and to come forth from a tomb that is, that's holding you back. Pray for the grace as we continue with this season of Lent that we come with hearts that desire just to have a real metanoia, a change of how we think, believe about ourselves, about God, about others in the world, and that we can't do it ourselves. We make use of the sacrament of confession. We make use of the great gift of the Eucharist. St. Paul says that his grace, God's grace, can do immeasurably more than you could ever hope or imagine immeasurably more. Maybe part of the woundedness in your heart is just hopelessness. That maybe other people will receive a great grace, but not me. And God wants to encourage all of us to have great trust in His power to transform our minds and our hearts immeasurably more than you could ever hope or imagine. And so we pray as we encounter Him in the Eucharist, as we continue in our Lenten journey, that, that, that desire, Lord, to change my heart. Make it more like yours, Lord. Change my mind, my process, how I think and see myself, the world, and others, and you. That, that internal transformation may lead to an external transformation in how I live my life every day. 
to repent and to believe, truly believe in the gospel. Amen?